this is Dean Carnassus, the Ultra Marathon Man, and you are listening to the FitCast. Hello, and welcome to the K Selk and Fonz FitCast. We've missed you guys. It's been a while. Yes, it has. Someone's been traveling and all kinds of busy schedules. I know are... it's my fault. Well, no, 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 no. I'll take some blame too. I've been busy as well, working, 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 and all this other stuff. But uh, it's great to be back. So, uh, what's new with you? Oh my gosh. Well, my fiance and I we just got back from um, a hike to Machu Picchu. I was in Peru for pretty much the whole month of September, oh, and, yeah. and I dragged his ass down with me. And so we went on a nice hike. It was so much fun. Very yeah. nice. I like how it's like, oh, we went on a my fiance and I went on a hike. In yeah, you know, we just went on like a three-day hike <laughs> with like, I don't know, 4,000 feet of elevation gain and no big deal. So what's it like, Machu Picchu? Is it a burial ground? I don't know. What's the history of Machu Picchu? Yeah. So Machu Picchu, it was a city that was built by the Incas. And for some reason, they don't really know why. They have theories. Um, they abandoned the city. So it was like kept up there, perfectly preserved, and nobody knew it existed until about 100 years ago. So it's this city that was built 500 years ago, perfectly preserved. It's gorgeous, and it's fucking huge. It's ginormous. It's a city. Wow, but there's nobody there. It's like a ghost town. Yeah, pretty well. There's tons of tourists there now. We had to, like, buy our tickets super far in advance so that we could get in, and we did a three-day hike to get there. So it was, I mean, it was worth it. It was for sure worth it. It was a blast. Fantastic. Did you have good weather for the hiking? We had great weather for the hike. It was like sunny and 65 every day. You got up into the mountains. It was a little cooler. But it was like way better than what we're getting now in Chicago. It's like dreary and cold here. How is it in Austin? It is drearier, if that's a word, and colder. And I know that's a word. It's colder in Austin than it is in Chicago? So yesterday I had a bat tour. And during the day it was like 86, 87, 88. And at nighttime it was like 80. <laughs> And then woke up this morning, and it was about 45 degrees and pour pouring rain. We lost 40 degrees overnight. It was the same cold front that came through Chicago a few days ago. Um, and it just, it just, and it rained all day. Oh, my God. It, that's, I don't think it's gotten down that low. Oh, yeah, it's gotten down that low in Chicago, but not during the day. It's, it was in, like, the 50s today. So, wow, that's incredible. Yeah, it's uh, I'm you know what I'm excited for the cool weather though. You know, you get beat up all summer here, and uh, we just hit our transition today to uh, cooler temperatures. So as soon as the rain passes out, we'll have uh, you know those 45 degrees sunny mornings with 75 and sunny afternoons. So oh, that's perfect. Yeah. See, now I need to pull my trip down there because that's perfect weather for me. Yep. Yeah. Come on down. Come on down. So. Um, uh, yeah. Anyhow, enough on the weather. We always give our weather report to start our uh, podcast. I know. Okay, well, so Machu Picchu was awesome. Highly recommend. But that's not the only reason that this recording was delayed. Because um, last weekend, before this weekend, over a week ago, to all our listeners, was the Chicago Marathon. Yeah, very awesome. Did, did awesome. You, did you so, see me? Did you see me running? Um, I did. I must have missed you. I had no idea you were running, Fonz. Oh, no, no, I wasn't running. I was just wondering if you got drunk enough where you thought someone was me running. <laughs> I did not get drunk, but I was doing a lot of cheering and I lost my voice. Yeah. So that was another reason why we had to delay the podcast. It was gone for like a whole week. 
Yeah, that's that's it's hard to record a podcast when you can't talk. Oh my god, I felt so bad. I was like, sorry guys, and then I had to apologize to our guest. I'm like, sorry, we have to reschedule. I literally can't talk. Well, but whatever, it's worth it. Our, worth it. Our listeners are very happy. Uh, your amazing voice is back with us now. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do um, a, a solo song. I'm gonna sing later on just to prove that it's actually. We're looking forward to that. We're looking forward to that. <laughs> I mean, I think there'll be some singing because uh, not only is uh, our game involved music, but uh, I'm just in a good mood today. So uh, maybe we'll get some singing in. We could do a duet, fun. Yeah, could be, or maybe three with our guest. Oh, I'm all about it. Um, and then, okay, so I have one more bit of news for everybody. Does it involve your um, voice? Well, it, it more involves my good looks rather than my good voice. All right, let's hear it. We are going to have to change it. The, the catch is we're going to have to change the name of the fit cast. It can no longer be the fit cast. It oh. has to be called the fashion cast. Fashion cast, Because okay. I am going to make my modeling debut. Oh. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, let's they, hear about it. They clearly just picked the the best looking person in Homewood, Illinois. And who is they? Um, so that would be Goodspeed Cycles. Good who, speed cycles. Um, shout out to Goodspeed Cycles. They asked me to be a model in their winter fashion show. <laughs> How about that? Cycling gear. Winter cycling gear. Ah, very cool, very cool. Um, that's awesome. Well, congratulations. I assume you're making the, the, the big bucks, six, seven, eight figures? Oh, you know what? We haven't negotiated my salary yet, but it, it'll be something around that. You know, I won't do anything less than 100K, so. Yeah, that's fair. Per, per shot. That's cool. <laughs> no, I'm sure it's a volunteer gig. <laughs> On that note. I, I actually, I think I have to pay them in order to. <laughs> Oh, I've gotten those emails and phone calls, too. I'm a model agency. It's only $1,500, and we'll put your portfolio together for you. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> On that note, I've been in Chicago uh, recently, I, and uh, you know what happened? What happened? I walked through the Midway Airport, and I saw my modeling gig, uh, my cycling modeling gig at Midway Airport. You've seen that, haven't you? No. What is this? Next time you walk from the L to the terminal just before you turn left there's a mural and there's a uh, cyclist that looks a lot like me oh but he's not you wait a he or a she it's a just he. kidding just kidding <laughs> it's a, we can talk about gender fluidity if you like but um no it's uh you've never seen it you've never noticed it I haven't. All right. Next time you notice it all. I'm going to Midway um, next weekend. I'm actually flying out to Denver to visit Emro. Shout out to Emro. So are you taking the train? Yeah. When you're walking, look, uh, as you're going down the hallway from the train into the terminal, just before you turn left, you'll see a cyclist. Look up. You'll be like, hey, that's Fonz. All right. I'm going to take a picture and I'll put it on the uh, FitCast page. Uh, yep. For sure, for sure. I'm sure a lot of our listeners, you know what, listeners, if you've seen that mural, go ahead and email us at kcelfonsfitcast at gmail.com. Did I get that right? You got it right. You always do. I uh, I do now. But Except the one time. <laughs> the one time. I'm sure I've got it wrong more than that. 
Uh, but uh, no, so, uh, well, congratulations on your modeling gig. I can't wait to Thank see Thank you. That. So we'll to... have to talk about changing the fit cast to the fash cast, fash cast and yep. changing the whole theme because I'm going to be famous. Anyways. Yep. For sure. For sure. Cool. Um, so what's new with you, Funs? What's your day been like? Well, uh, I did uh, the Ironman in Kona and ran the Chicago Triathlon. I know, I know. You've been a busy guy. Yeah, I came in third in Kona, so uh, I was disappointed. Wow, you didn't win? Well, I had to run the second half of the bike ride because I got a flat tire, so that's why I came in third. Oh, oh that's why. That explains it. <laughs> no, but no, I did spend, uh, and I didn't get your approval before, but I spent a big part of our budget on uh, Slate Day tickets. Slate Day? Slate podcast, so you need to start subscribing to some of these Slate podcasts. Slate, S L A T. That was the sound of me subscribing to the Slate podcast. <laughs> Perfect. No Slate, uh, Slate Day. They all the Slate podcasts because they're kind of scattered around the uh, the country. They all decided to meet in Austin and have a big Slate Day. When is this? It was so we went. Uh, my buddy Tali and I went uh, a little while ago. Oh, that's the one. Okay, I didn't know it was called Slate Day. Slate Day, yeah, it was great. We it's all political stuff. It's all hashtag fake news, liberal podcast. But uh, it was a good day. Those are the ones I like. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was that was a big thing. So yeah, I spent all of our advertising <laughs> money that day. That's okay. We'll okay. have to. We'll get more. We'll reach out to our sponsors. You know, I'm going to be rich and famous, so I can sponsor the podcast. <laughs> Also, this last Saturday was a big day. What happened this past Saturday two that things, I missed? Two things. One, and we've talked about this on the FitCast before, I happened to meander over to our uh, November Project Austin gay kickball team game. They say there's a gay kickball league? There's a gay kickball league, and the uh, NP Austin team is undefeated. They crushed everybody again. Gay. So uh, that was exciting. And then on the way there, I stopped by our kayaking shop at Live Love Paddle, our sponsor, right? Um, and the uh, the uh, office dog here, Oliver, just turned 100 years old on Saturday. Oh, in dog years, right? <laughs> in people years. Dog years, he's 12 or whatever that is, or 14. But uh, no. <laughs> But no, we, uh, yeah, we stopped by. I stopped by and said hello to Oliver. He's actually... Uh, He's doing great, you know, despite being 100 years old. That's amazing. I would love to give him a pet. Well, you know what? He's here in the office right now in the studio. Well, guess who's not in the studio? Me. You are not. But uh, uh, we, we have someone else in the studio here named uh, Tali. He just goes by one name. He what? is. Oh, like yeah. Madonna or Obama. Oh, does Obama <laughs> really go by one name or is that just uh, how we do this? He does thing? now. <laughs> awesome. Anyway, uh, welcome, Tolly Obama. Tolly, welcome, sir. How are you doing? Oh, he just opened a beer. He I'm just eat. fine. I had to get that beer uh, open before I could. Now he's doing good. <laughs> yeah, he, knows, he knows how this thing rolls. So. Nice to be here with y'all. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so happy to be here on the FitCast with Case Hawkins Bonds. So Tali is a uh, fellow uh, guide here at Live Love Paddle. And um, his alarm's going off if you can't hear that. But uh, yeah, he's a fellow guide here. And uh all kinds of things. He used to play volleyball. You know, I used to play volleyball there, KSL. 
I had no idea. <laughs> Aren't you too short for volleyball? Something like that, yeah. You have to be tall. <laughs> uh, I happen to be seven foot nine, so I think I, I fit the bill. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're too short. <laughs> but uh, no, Talia's uh, been generous enough. We got some pizzas, and he's drinking his shitty beer here. By um, shitty beer, he means the national uh, beer of Texas, which is a little bit offensive here in Texas, but that's okay. You know, Bonds is a northerner. Well, actually, I am too, so there's that. <laughs> and what beer is that? Lone Star, by gosh. It's the Lone national beer of Texas. Star. We the like Lone to, Star State. We like to call them Lonies here in the States. That's, that's what the cool no, kids call them. No, you don't. really call them that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Lonies. Oh, yeah. That's what the cool kids say. Come on, Case, I'll get with the lingo. I'm not cool. I'm not cool. Sorry, I'm not. We've established <laughs> this on the FitCast before. I am not cool. <laughs> I mean, you call your city Shy Town, right? I mean, that's kind of what the cool kids. Shy City, what, what? <laughs> uh oh, wrong way go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so you guys have played volleyball together against each other? No, never. we have never played together. I used to be. We're actually, believe it or not, I think we're just two days different in age. When's your birthday? May eighth. Eighth. We're four days different four in days. age. And I really wouldn't would hate to embarrass Fonz on the volleyball court. I mean, you know, he's a good friend, and it just wouldn't be a thing, right? To kind of go out there and make him feel silly. Do it, crush him. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, we've never played together. My my volleyball days are probably done now. I can't jump as high, and uh, the beer belly gets in the way of uh, jumping. It sure does. <laughs> yeah. But there is there is a thing we do like to play together, and that is disc golf. Yeah. I don't know what you all are thinking out there. No, disc golf. It's Ooh, disc golf. <laughs> I didn't think you played disc golf. I would have written the interview for disc golf instead of golf. <laughs> yeah, I mentioned disc golf on the last uh, podcast or so, and yeah, it's Holly's the well, guy who. Uh, well, to be fair, golf. to be fair, Case Alk, I have been playing disc golf for exactly four weeks. Whereas I've been playing volleyball for the majority of my life. So I have a little bit more authority on volleyball, just saying. All right. All right. When did you start playing volleyball? Like before you could walk? Were you like headbutting the ball out of the crib? Yes. Um, except for the problem with being an infant playing volleyball is your arms aren't long enough to go over your head. So you can't really do any setting or bumping. But that being said, I was raised around volleyball. My father was a coach. And I yep. was just as long as I can remember, I was around the court, around the ball, just being a gym rat and just that that was i've been probably playing organized volleyball since i was maybe 11 all right so i lived and breathed it for years and years and my sole aspiration was to go right to the top college olympics and so on and so forth and then what happened <laughs> well, and, now, and now you work for a kayaking company <laughs> well i did do the college thing i was a division one volleyball player and i awesome. made it all the way through there and um actually my senior year um, well, I was in the final four and we lost to the eventual national champion. So, and then, we, and then we won the consolation round. So I guess you could say that we were third in the nation my senior year. And, um, after wait, wait, that, hold on. You yeah. lost in the consolation. No, game? we won. I'm sorry. Did I say that? I'm sorry. We yeah. lost in the semifinals and then won the consolation. So, round. Yes. Sorry about that. So third, we were third. third in the nation. Yeah. In, in effect. Wow. Yeah. And then, um, and then, um, I decided that. While I probably could have tried out for the national Olympic team, it was just not something that was in the cards for me. So I didn't, I didn't, uh, I probably could have put in a bid for it, but I decided that I was not going to do that. I had back issues at the time. And so I just kind of slipped out and became a coach and played and so on and so forth. But yeah, it was a great career and a great run. I'm going to guess that the team that won the national championship that year, this was college, right? So like 92, 93, somewhere in there. 94. 94. I'm going to guess. Just saying, I was seven years old. I'm going to guess it's some school <laughs> within 40 miles of UCLA. That 
Fonz, while a great guess, and while you would have been correct up until that year. <laughs> 91, 92, yeah. 93. 94 was the first year that a non-West Coast school won the national championship. Oh. And that school, who we lost to in the semifinals, was a Penn State. Penn State. That's How right. about that? Hey, wow. And, and just a little side note on this, and I don't mean to be a bragger in any sort of way. No, wait, wait, hold on. You said Penn yeah. State won. Was this men's volleyball or women's volleyball? It was men's volleyball, okay. but Penn State also won in women's volleyball that same year. All so right. either question is valid. Wow. <laughs> yes. But here's the deal. So they're still winning. The, the, yeah, they're still winning. They probably won every year after that. The, the uh, person of the sports of the week photo in one magazine, little known magazine called Sports Illustrated, was of the player. Yep, yeah, was of the player of the year who was a Penn State player, and the photo was a full-length shot of him taking a, an attack against the opposing team, and the person who was up there blocking against him that you saw the or full back of. Missing the block. Missing the block, that's fair, because he jumps <laughs> 60 feet high, was yours truly. So I have a full-length well, spread. It's fortunate. But it, uh, to be fair, it does not mention my name. There's nothing about me. It's about the other guy, but it is definitely my well, photo, my number. Tell yeah. Yeah. Does the back of your jersey say okay. Tolly? Nope, it says number six. six. That's, all, that's all we get. <laughs> that's all we get. <laughs> but it's definitely me, and this is the, yeah, it's definitely me. And so I have that little tiny claim to fame. Okay, so I just need to point out that this is the second person pictured in Sports Illustrated that has been on our podcast. Right. Chris Mosier was yeah. the first. Yes. So you're right up there, man. Well, I'll take that, yeah. And Chris Mosier's gotten some, uh, we got to tag him in this one here. Tag him, I know you love that. Um, he's been in uh, SI a few times, right? In the Nike commercial? Um. Oh, yeah, he was in the Nike commercial. I think he was just in it once, but we'll... Okay. We'll have to have him uh, sound off on that. Yeah, let's get him back on because uh, he's a great guest. Yeah, he was. Yeah, we should have him on again. All right, Chris, let's talk about it. Anyways, Holly, yeah, our, our newest Sports Illustrated. Yeah, you guys, should, you guys should talk about other guests more often when there's a guest <laughs> sitting right here, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, someone's jealous. Okay, so clearly you kind of fucked up that block. For Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Um, but what is your favorite position to to play in volleyball? Like, do you love serving? I, I played volleyball in junior high. I fucking hated serving. Yeah. I don't know. So, so it's it's uh, the positions in volleyball are not dependent on where you're at on the court. Uh, not to get too technical about it, but you, you play no matter where you start on the court, because everybody knows you rotate in volleyball, you still play the same position. So my position was what one might call a primary passer and left side attacker, which without getting too technical means that when the other team is serving, it's my job to make sure that the ball gets to this, this, my team's setter hand. And then I always usually hit from the left side, but I could go, I could hit from the right or left or middle, but I, but I'm kind of not the big middle guy. I'm not the big swinger from the right. I'm just the passer. And then I go where the setter tells me to after that. So not the main offensive player, but the main person that gets the ball in the setter's hands, which sets up the entire offense. So a very important position, but not the main offensive threat. Wow. So it, you guys are like always communicating with each other then. I think I just thought that it was more of an intuitive sport that like you just know where the ball is going to go. But someone's telling you like, Tally, get over there. So as, 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 while you see um, in football, I don't know how much football you watch. I'm sure you probably watch a lot. But anyway, they call the plays and everybody well, knows what's doing. 
But the setter, the setter is the quarterback of a volleyball team. So the setter looks at the entire team and gives them hand signals. Each person, even the back row, has a something they're doing this time, and he gives everybody a signal. So they may he may raise one finger or two or his pinky or the middle or her pinky or middle, and the, not the not the middle is in they're giving the finger to their players. But <laughs> <laughs> like but, fuck you, yeah, you're yeah, not getting you, the ball. But everybody gets a signal, and everybody has an offensive play to make, and the setter then decides on the way the pass goes and the way the the defense is lining up it's very similar to, to football in this way it's very complicated and and very intricate in fact not to go too much into the weeds here but when the serve comes after the passer passes it, it me being the passer if i'm in the front row i would go to the middle of the court and wait there and that way the the defense doesn't know which way i'm going and so i after the ball set, then I move that way. So it's 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 really complicated and very very intricate system. Yeah, and on the theme that you were saying earlier, case Hulk, you lost your voice uh, recently. I used to be a setter, and for about three years, I did not really ever have my voice because oh my the gosh, whole you're always yelling. You're all time out there. You're you're jumping around. You're yelling. You're breathing hard and yelling and blah blah blah. And I did not. And we will be singing later, I'm told, on this FitCast. But uh, I did not have a falsetto my entire time in high school. <laughs> and it was because of being a setter in volleyball. Yeah, setter is the quarterback of the team. They're the ones that they eat. the 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 uh, traditional uh, the traditional wisdom is you take your best athlete and make them the setter. Believe it or not. Wow, Fonz, you were somebody's best athlete at one time. Yeah, those days are done. <laughs> 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 That's about it. So, although uh, I am the best disc golf player in our in our group that we go out every week. Franz so is a better that. disc golf player than me. <laughs> I admit it. It's just not a thing. But he, you know. All right. Well, you guys are both better volleyball players than me. I told you I played um, volleyball in junior high. I'm going to tell you an embarrassing story. All right. I hated to serve. I was I was. I was good at setting. I was just good at like jumping and putting my body in front of the ball. So. Whatever. But so one time I was um, at the eighth grade volleyball tryouts and I was really excited because it was pretty much a shoe in for the team. I mean, come on. Of course. Um, and then during a serve, uh, we hit a coach in the head. <laughs> and the coach was like nowhere near, like on the sidelines, like 20 feet away. Bad. Um, but I did get a call back. So. <laughs> Um, but I'm sure you guys have worse embarrassing stories since you did it for longer. So what are what's an embarrassing volleyball story? Wait, before Tali gets in there, I got one that I want to tell. Okay. And I Go may on. have told this one before. This is when I was playing in my little semi-pro league in uh, Spain. And I went up. My family was there. I may have told this already. Either way, on the FitCast. Either way, you all get to hear it again. I go up to uh, Block. And my arms, I was a little late getting up there. And uh, Tali, you know what happens when you're late getting up. Nothing good. Bad things happen when you're late getting up. I was a little late. Didn't quite get my arms together. And the hitter hit it pretty much straight down onto my forehead. Hard enough where the ball kind of wrapped around my eyes and part of my nose. Went straight up into the air. And I landed back on my ass. And the ball hit the ceiling about 40 feet above the net. Oh, so, wow. It came down on our side and we continued to play, but I couldn't see anything and I was kind of delusional lying on my back in the middle of the court. We lost the point. My God. <laughs> but yeah, right. when you get up when you get up late, shit like that happens. Yeah. 
Holly, how about you? Um, ironically enough, actually not ironic at all, but coincidentally enough, I have similar stories to both of yours, so I might have to tell two here. The first one goes with K-Salk, who hit her coach in the head. Well, I had a similar experience. Um, and oh, this, good. This, yeah. Okay. That makes me feel better. Yeah. But this was when I was a coach, so I'm getting it from the other end. So here's the deal. I was um, – this was my first uh, – job after college as a volleyball coach I coached a high school team and we were we were lucky enough to get into the the city finals the semifinals the city or whatever it's just the 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 local high school city finals and I was um coaching and I was warming up my team and we were doing some service drills and whatever and I'm standing there talking to one of my players and there's a pretty big crowd for a, a Fort Wayne City volleyball tournament and so anyway one of my players serves the ball and it just happened to hit those antennas that stick up from the side oh, wow. of the net, bounced off the antenna at a weird angle, came back and hit me, not in my head, but in my other head, oh, if you will. The lower one. And so, oh, <laughs> and I so, get it, I get it. <laughs> and so down I went in the front of this huge crowd, <laughs> just the worst thing ever and i'm in humongous pain i didn't okay i didn't fall all the way to the ground but i'm definitely bent over like oh my goodness everybody's staring at me so that was kind of embarrassing you know what i wish existed at that time cell, cell phone phones. videos and memes yeah. and all of that because that would be I, the funnest meme ever i definitely down. bent over and was just in severe pain right in front of a huge crowd and not to mention a bunch of laughing girls they always coaching a girl team at that time and for girls, that's really funny. For guys, not so much. But anyway, that was one embarrassing story. But my other one is very similar to Fonz, but this is sort of from the other end. So picture this. We're out in California. This is in college. Um, Division One volleyball playing UCLA. UCLA is notorious for having the worst and most vicious fans you could possibly imagine. And they are. And not only that, when you play volleyball at UCLA, at least at this time, again, we're talking back in the, the early 90s, they didn't play in the big old gym where the basketball played. They played, they played in a small gym that was very – all the fans were super close to the court, and they were vicious. They were just vicious to the other teams. They would pick on your name. They'd pick on your number, your hair. Whatever they could find about you, they would just give it to you. And there was this one guy that when you went back to serve, he was literally like three feet behind you. And he was one of those guys that just hangs out in every, there's one in every college campus that just really gets in the sport and just is obnoxious. And he's right there chewing you right in your head. This your shirt. And God bless you. If you miss a serve, God forgive you. Cause he's right at you he's right there. Anyway, the whole point of all this is this vicious crowd. Everybody's against you. And we are happened to be winning the second game. I remember this like it was yesterday. And I went up, I got this beautiful set and I'm attacking and I'm going up and I'm going to put this ball straight down the throats of all those UCLA players. But instead of that, a humongous seven foot foot blocker comes up and blocks me so badly that the ball bounces down on my side and bounces up above the net before either of us actually hit the ground. <laughs> oh my you God. would not believe this, the, the jeering and the booing and the laughter I got from this crowd. I was just mortified. They were at me. It was just this whole thing. Imagine probably 700 people pointing at you and laughing. That's what happened to me. So you're on the way down, and you see the ball, the ball coming up right in front of you. Yes. Oh, because this humongous seven-footer <laughs> just stuffed me harder than I've ever been stuffed in my entire life. And I thought I had this thing. Oh, my gosh. It was it was pretty embarrassing. And by the way, I was listed in the program as Tolly. 
I have a last name too, but I won't get into that. And of course, the crowd jumps on the name Tolly, and like oh, yeah. everybody since I was in elementary school up, they called me the Tolly Whacker, and that oh, just came out. They, I think they started chanting it, Tolly Whacker. They started oh. chanting. <laughs> so painful. It was amazing. It was painful too. I think the coach took me out after that. <laughs> well, that. The coach, he was crying. There's video of him crying. Yes. I huddled up in a fetal position <laughs> in the middle of the court. <laughs> and if it had to happen against any team, it had to happen to that one. Against it had to UCLA. The, the, the yeah, worst crowd UCLA. ever. It was embarrassing. Oh, oh, well. Oh, well, it happens. Well, the volleyball days took a little break then, didn't they? Yeah. Um, after college, I coached for probably six to seven years, and then – I decided I was ready for a life change. No more volleyball, no more professionalism. I went off and disappeared into the, the raft guiding world and became a river guide and disappeared for probably 13 years into the wilderness of West Virginia and various other Oh, areas. my God. It Wait, was, it was a really significant... to rafting? Well, yeah. hey, if you got... If you got blocked like Tali got blocked, <laughs> you, would, you would disappear <laughs> into the woods for 13 years as well. He could have he could have gone down the path of drugs. He went down the path of rafting. Oh, uh, those are sort of synonymous. No, just joking. Just joking. Down, down the river of rafting, if you will. Oh, I get it. Okay, I have a serious question. Yeah. I don't know the answer to this. This is a real question. You can laugh, but it, I really need to know. I would never What's laugh. the difference between rafting and kayaking? Oh, so uh, some of our listeners may not know that either. We yeah, I don't know it. It's not. No, nobody. This is not. This is a common question. So. A raft is an inflatable boat that is roughly, it can be anywhere from 12 feet, or actually be 10 feet, or even smaller, 9 feet to 12 feet to 15 feet to 18 feet. Some are 19 feet long, some are closer to 20 feet long. It's an inflatable vessel that has the big tubes that run. It looks like a, a big, elongated inner tube with smaller tubes running across the middle called thwarts. And so it's an inflatable, usually some sort of, rubber you could call it but it's more probably like a, a oh i don't know synthetic material of some sort i can't it's not i'm not coming with right now but anyway it's, it's just a, a a big inflatable boat that a bunch of people sit in whereas a kayak the the, the vessel that's different yes a kayak well also is a, the 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 mechanics and machinery of it yeah. so we're going to get into that as well um yeah. So sorry. Continue. Oh, yeah, Go ahead. But a kayak is usually either a one, mostly most times a one person, sometimes a two. But it's a, a boat made of hard plastic that is that is a one person thing, and you sit down in it with your feet out in front. And you have a skirt on, and you have a double sided paddle, and you it's a smaller vessel that you maneuver the rapids with. Whereas a, a raft is more of a team effort that looks like an it's a, it's like I said it's an inflatable elongated inner tube looking thing where there's a bunch of people sitting in it. So it's definitely a different deal. It's weird because I've never worn. At least here on the Colorado River, I've never worn uh, I've never worn a skirt while I was kayaking, like Tali insinuated I would. No, you don't. Am I supposed to bring my skirt? Yeah, well, you should wear your tutu. But you, but <laughs> but in whitewater, which I that's oh. what Kay Salk was asking about. Most oh. uh, the vast majority of kayakers in whitewater need to have a skirt because if you don't, oh. your kayaks are filled you with water. Wet, yeah. You get wet. Yeah, so a kayak is a hard a hard boat made out of rigid plastic, whereas a raft is a malleable rubber polyethylene inflatable. inflatable thing. And you have multiple people in a raft, whereas you usually just have one person in a kayak, maybe two, depending on what you're doing. Does that answer your question, Kay Salk? That more than answered my question. I wish I could take it back. No, I'm just <laughs> 
<laughs> well, and the uh, the uh, so in a, in a kayak, your 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 paddle is very different than on a on a raft as well. Yeah, a kayak is a double sided paddle, whereas a raft you typically have a one bladed paddle. And the biggest difference is. And this is this is kind of I'm going to put this in the lingo that maybe all people from Shy City, Shy City, Shy City, you can understand. Most people that are in kayaks are kind of douches, whereas most people in rafts, at least the guide, are pretty cool folk. That's all I'm going to say. Fair about enough. That. There you go. <laughs> but you're not biased. I'm not biased at all because I am not a hard boater. That's what the cool kids call kayaking, hard boating. I am a rafter. I'm a boatman. And so I do the I do the rafts and I do the the boat and I have the oar rigs and the the paddle blades and paddle guides and that's that's what I do and it's my outside of volleyball maybe my first biggest love. How about that? There you go. All right. And some crazy shit happens out there on the water on the rafts. It does indeed. Ooh, let's hear it. Let's hear let's hear some stories. It's story time. Okay, um, story time. So I used to be a uh, whitewater raft guide on the upper Gauley river in west virginia and in fact i still try to go back once a year it is typically thought of as maybe one of the top 10 best whitewater runs in the entire world and that has a lot to do with the size of the rapids and blah blah, blah but it's also accessibility so anyway it's just a great uh, a river run and there's on this particular stretch of river in a 12 mile stretch there's over 60 plus rapids and some of them most of them a lot of them are class 5 plus and meaning that they're really high and dangerous and whatnot so, my story about the upper golly is as follows. Guiding down the river, doing my thing, a commercial trip, meaning I'm taking paying guests down, and I'm the, the paid guide to take them down along with four or five others. And we're coming up on a one of the more dangerous rapids. And the next thing I know, I lead the boat, I lead, I lead the trip in, and I'm going through this rapid and maneuvering, and it's really crazy, and water's popping everywhere. And I look back and I see not one, not two three rafts that are upside down <laughs> upstream of me oh my God. with at least 30 to 40 people swimming in the water. It's just ridiculous. Uh-huh. Now keep in mind this, that it's not just a fun, happy, ha, we're kind of floating in waves type of deal. Everywhere on the bank and everywhere in the stream and everywhere you look are really, really dangerous rocks that could absolutely kill you. And so I'm thinking to myself, whoops, this is bad. <laughs> so I look back up and, these people are all floating down, so I do my thing. And not to get too much in the weeds, but basically I pull three, five, six people into my boat, and the next boat that comes down after the flip drafts, they scoop people up. And long and short of it is we get everybody back in, and we get everybody safe. But many people do not want to finish this trip. After oh, they're this, all done. This they're big, like, yeah, they're like done. Those I'm done. I'm almost died. And we're, and we're at this point like nine miles away from, from vehicles. Yeah. Oh my god! And so there's there's, there's no saving you. No, there's it's just like we're, okay, well, I don't know what you want to do, but you can't get out here. You gotta keep on going down here. And nobody had any major injuries, and nobody died, which does happen sometimes on that on that particular stretch of river. But it was really crazy, and uh, yeah, that was probably one of my craziest trips. That that particular one. Yikes! I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not. That's crazy. I'm not doing the upper gully, and uh, it's certainly not. Oh, you love it, Bonds. You love it. I think you wouldn't. Oh, well. Do you drink? I know, Tali, you drink a lot of beer during the day. I've seen that happen. You drink your Lone Stars or Lonies or whatever you call them. And, uh, <laughs> and, and kayaking is one thing. Um, do you drink beer while you do the uh, whitewater rafting? 
I don't know why you in, imply that I drink beer, Fonz. I'm not sure what you're talking about there. I like beer. You hear anything in the background there? Yeah. No, nothing to hear here. So I like beer. I really like beer. So Sometimes I, I drink beer. I, I will put this to you then, and I hope this story is more entertaining than my last one about 30 people almost dying. Because, <laughs> But here's the deal. So as a commercial raft guide, when I'm guiding strangers down the river that people have paid, of course I do not drink beer because their lives are in my hand and blah, blah, blah. However, I go on a lot of private trips. And this is where I am valuable on a private trip because I've been on the, uh, the Colorado River straight through the Grand Canyon, 21-day trip. I've been to the Middle Fork of the Salmon. I've been on many, many private trips. I have a lot of kayaker friends, and kayakers cannot carry a lot of gear. Now, on a multiple-day river trip, you need a lot of gear. So where I get invited on these trips is because I can row down a 16- or 18-foot raft, and by rowing, we're talking about the big the big oars instead of just oars, a paddle. Yep. And I got all the gear in my boat, so I can carry all the gear for the kayakers. So when I go on trips like that, which is at least once a year, I drink, well, let me back up. My name, my river name, is Quesaday. Quesaday. Why? Quesaday. Uh, why? How could you get a name like Quesaday? Well, <laughs> I'm just saying... A case of beer a day. So, yes, the answer is if I'm commercially guiding down strangers down a river, of course I do not imbibe. But when I'm on a private trip and I'm rowing down gear, whether they're Grand Canyon Rapids, which are the biggest, some of the biggest rapids in the world, or smaller rapids, or somewhere in between, I continually drink beer all day long. And so the answer is yes, you can drink beer if you're on a private river trip. And if you don't, you're dumb. So let me let me ask you a question. So it's a case of day. I imagine there's is there drinking at night too? Yes. So let's say you were to go on a twenty one day rafting trip. How much beer would you bring? I had twenty six cases of beer, some of which were thirty packs. <laughs> okay, Salk, you wanna do the math on that? <laughs> I'm I'm too drunk already off of my two. <laughs> no, I took I took yes, I had I had that much beer on the Grand Canyon. Most of my raft was filled up with beer. But you find intricate ways, but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a thing. So, yeah. Um, Did yeah. the raft sink at the beginning? Was it riding a little low in the early, early well, days? Of course, but we were also the shit boat. Oh, yeah. So we had to carry out all the shit that people shit. So we got not lighter but heavier as the trip went on. <laughs> yeah. There was a there's – there's two things that you know on the Grand Canyon. And this is – you look on any website that gives you tips on how to run the Grand Canyon, which we did. It was a private trip on the Grand Canyon. And they said, A, if you're a smoker, you cannot bring too many smokes. And B, which I'm not a smoker, by the way, but B, you cannot bring too much beer. It's just not a thing. You cannot well, bring too much beer. Well, what if so much beer that the raft sinks? Well, the raft won't sink. I mean, it's <laughs> – uh, Fonz, do you want to do the math on the ballast for K-Salk here? Or? Uh, yeah, it just rides a little low for the beginning, first, first couple days until it fills up with shit, and then you're replacing more. You're getting rid of the beer and replacing it with shit, which that's no funny. But either. honestly, K-Salk, a heavy raft is not a problem because on the, on the Grand Canyon, it's a more stable. on the Grand Canyon, you're dealing with the average rapid, even ones that aren't even in the book. You're looking at five to six to seven to eight to nine foot standing waves as you're going through these rapids. So your raft, you're literally looking straight up to the sky and then coming down. So if you have a light raft, you're going to flip. Yeah, you're going to flip. Heavy rafts are what you want. 
All right, more beer on the raft. That's all I got out of this conversation. And more beer or shit on the raft. And, and as you're drinking your beer, you fill the, the empty space up with shit. So, yeah, you got more beer, then less beer, but more shit. So it all comes out in the wash, as it were, literally. Wow, this is this is one of our most unique interviews ever on the Fitcast, isn't it? I'm learning a lot, man. I didn't even know the difference between rafting and kayaking, and now I know so much. I didn't ever think I would need to know. I hope this is on Jeopardy. Yeah, ideally it will be. So <laughs> we will see. All right, awesome. What other? We got any more questions for our guest? Um, I think that's. I mean, that's all the really important stuff. Well, hey. I, if I could just put in one more comment. Yeah. If, if anybody, now I know this is FitCast, so I feel like I got to talk a little bit about fitness. If I could give you one tip for getting your pecs, biceps, and triceps in shape. All row, right, I'm listening. Row a shit raft down the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get in shape quick or die trying. Well, you're right up there with the best of them. <laughs> Yeah, we've uh, we've had some good stories here. So uh, yeah, a little volleyball, a little rafting, and I am ready now. I made up a game, and are you ready to play? I'm ready. Tall man, you in? Um, one second, please. Uh oh. Oh, another beer. Oh, man, okay. you're going through them. That's like your fourth one since we started. Well, didn't uh, you just hear the case today? Story? Hello. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. We just heard that story. <laughs> but you got 20 more, man. You better catch up. <laughs> so uh, the game we are playing today is hashtag story checks out the mini game. Ooh, the mini game. Yep, the mini game. So. Here, and it's actually not many. It'll probably be, from a time-wise, the uh, longest game we've ever played on the FitCast. But it's a lot of fun, so it's worth it. Well, should I be worried that the title you just gave that game means absolutely nothing to me? <laughs> no, all you have to do is answer the question. That's all Ten we need for you, Tali. Kesog, you ready? Yeah. All right, so here's how it works. I've got uh, six different categories. Okay. And uh, each category, I'm going to tell three hashtag story checks out actually only one of them checks out two of the stories are going to be false one is going to be true you've got to decide which uh story is the true of the three stories okay if and we'll go back and forth like we'll start off with either of you it doesn't matter and then uh, go back and forth if the uh contestant gets it wrong the other can steal for a point Ooh. got it you understand tolly in all right so our uh and you have your die there right I got the die. Six-sided die? <laughs> Wait, a six-sided die? Well, I don't care how many sides it has. As long, is it got, is if it's got two sides, it's called a coin. <laughs> oh, that's what I have. Oops. You got a coin. <laughs> no, just kidding. I'm good. I'm you good. got a six-sided. All right, so we are going to randomly choose. First of all, do you have a coin? We have a coin here. We have a coin. There's a, I have, don't think I have a coin, but I have a die. Uh, all right, I will flip a coin. Uh, Kesal, heads or tails? Tails. Tails it is. Would you like to go first or second? I will let our guest go first. Our guest goes first. Okay, so the, our, our topics, we have six topics. They are meteorology, music, history, politics, the Supreme Court, and sports. Ooh. Politics. You don't get to choose. Oh, sorry. That's what the die is for. 
You just get the question. You just get to the answer the first question. And uh, that, go ahead. That rule is not explained. <laughs> go ahead. Tolly's jumping the gun. Already one point down, Tolly, for jumping the gun. <laughs> no, uh, go ahead, Kesel. Go ahead and roll the die and uh, let us know what you come up with. All right. Six. Oh, one, two, three, four, sons five. Of Sports. A Tolly my is not worst the one. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'll give my 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 uh, best effort. All right. One of these stories is true. The other two are false. Which Tolly? Which hashtag story checks out? Number one. The city of Austin just approved a multi-million-dollar major league soccer stadium to draw a professional soccer team. And the Columbus True are set to move in by 2020. That is story number one. Story number two. The Milwaukee Brewers finished their season winning nine their last nine games, including a one-game tiebreaker against Chicago Cubs, eventually knocking the Cubs out of the playoffs before sweeping the Rockies in the American League Division Series. Number three. After the much-anticipated fight between Conor McGregor and Khabib, Nurmanaga to go with blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the fighters continued. Oh, come on. You have to pronounce the name right if we think that it's true. The fighters continued fighting, <laughs> but this time with the fans. <laughs> Exchanging blows with ticket holders and chaos rained down in Las Vegas. So, Tali, Major League Soccer in Austin from Columbus, Brewers Amazing Finish, or Conor McGregor and Khabib fighting fans which of those checks out i am going to go with because i know Fonz is a big cubs fan and i do know that the cubs <coughs> recently lost in their bid for the as it were world series i'm gonna go with number two just because i think he'd make up that one or he would not make up that one number two and story does not check out case if you want to steal um i did hear about the a fight where they kept fighting. It was like a wrestling thing, but I don't know who was involved in it. So I'm going to go with that one. Three correct. Bing, 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 bing. Serious. The Colorado Rockies knocked the Cubs out of the playoffs. I knew that one wasn't right. I was like, wait, that wasn't the Brewers. And the city of Austin did approve a multi-million dollar MLS team, but the Columbus crew backed out. So now we're going to have a stadium with no team, at least until they find a team. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> I know. Well, I moved to Austin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So right now we have K-Selk 1, Tali 0. Go ahead and uh, roll that die again there, K-Selk. Oh, okay. Did you lose it? Nope. Okay. Four. One, two, three. Politics for uh -huh. K-Selk. Oh, Tali's going to get me on this one. <laughs> All right, K-Selk. You get first opportunity to answer which hashtag story checks out. Number one, Latino Senate incumbent Rafael Cruz goes by Ted to appease his racist voters, while his <laughs> opponent and non-Hispanic candidate Robert O'Rourke goes by childhood nickname Beto to attract Hispanic voters. Number two, after a victory by the Democrats in a lawsuit filed in North Carolina, all states are required to un-gerrymander their districts before the election this November 6th. Or three, 
Schoolhouse Rock had it all wrong. A country is not a nation of laws. The only thing that matters is what the president says, and he has the absolute power to enact laws, and they do not necessarily apply to him. Which one of those three is the correct hashtag? Three. Checks out? Three. <laughs> Final answer? Final answer. I'm going I'm all in on this. Incorrect. Holly, can you uh, steal? Um, okay, so I'll, while I totally jive with you on three pray to whatever entity that you believe in that that is not true because hopefully it's not i'm gonna go with number one latino yes ted cruz his name is rafael and Beto I, is did, i did know that but i i was hoping that funds would go with the funny answer. but case okay, so hopefully that three is not gonna be right let's i actually want two to be right yeah, uh, yeah oh of course well, that's going to be uh, that's going to be great. There was one. I think Pennsylvania has to redistrict yeah, Pennsylvania like in the is. next two weeks. That's the only one. <laughs> yeah, right. So we'll see what happens there. All right, we are tied at one to one. Kesel, go ahead and uh, roll that die again. Okay. Three. Music. This one, our tall man's a musician. All that, all that athletic talent. He's also a musician. So. Uh, oh, uh-oh. He may be able to get this correct. All right, so. Hashtag story checks out. Tali, which one is right? Number one in the category of music. In advance of rapper Kanye West visits to the White House, President Trump tweeted, we have a lot of work to do. I mean, those colored drinking fountains haven't been used since I won the election in the biggest win ever. Hashtag thanks Obama. Story number one. I mean, we don't know if that one's true. I would need to Google that. It might be true. No cheating on your phones. That's number one. Number two. When asked about the sex scenes with Bradley Cooper in A Star is Born, Lady Gaga replied, let's just say it may have slipped in and out and in and out and oh God, oh God, coop, coop, coop. Wait, what was the question? <laughs> and three Texas legend Willie Nelson recently performed a concert as part of a rally for Senate hopeful Beto O'Rourke drawing 55,000 people downtown Austin's auditorium shores Tali which one of those stories checks out okay here's the deal oh, well number one it, although he may not have said it in public I'm sure that Trump had said that in private <laughs> Number I'm two, checking his Twitter right now. Yeah, number two, while she may not have said that in public, she may have said that in private. Number three is what I'm going with. Willie Nelson. You go with Willie Nelson and Beto. Yep. That is correct. Boom. Willie. I can't steal. I was going to steal. All right, but, go ahead and steal. Well, you can't steal because I, I got it right. Go ahead and steal. I agree. It's three. Okay. I, know, I can't, can't do that. Steal. You can't steal. He already has it in his possession. Yeah. No. I don't know if this works. <laughs> uh, if you get it right, you get, ah, ah. <laughs> right. did you explain the game to her? <laughs> she, she's just trying to cheat. That's all. That's all. That's all. This game oh, is. I've heard your podcast before. Case all cheats. I've heard this before. What? <laughs> uh, all right. So I uh, still lose. <laughs> well, right now it's two to one, Case Out, but you are on. On the on the clock, so go ahead and roll that die. Okay. Roll your twenty sided D and D die. 
Oh, it's a three again. Do I need to roll again? No, 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 because we're just going in a circle. So uh, three, uh, history is the question. Wait, okay. wait, 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 hold on a second, though. If the dice roll doesn't matter, what have we been doing all this time? No, no, it matters. It's just, it just starts in a different <laughs> this place. This game so, is... Anyhow. History. <laughs> I told you it's rigged, Tolly. <laughs> History is the uh, topic. So uh, we've all seen recently uh, number 45, Donald Trump, has uh, just some fine words about General Robert E. Lee. We've heard that, right? Do you see that on the news there, KSL? I sure have. There were both. There were there were fine men on both sides. <laughs> Jesus. Yes, of the Civil War. So these questions all relate to the Civil War or the War of Northern Aggression, as they call it in the South. So, um, number one. Just take it, Tully. Just take it. <laughs> in Austin, Texas. Robert E. Lee Drive was renamed A.Z. Morton Drive after a black activist who in the 60s worked toward getting reasonable hours and fair pay for black or mostly black unions. Number two, after the Civil War and Emancipation Proclama De Proclamation, is that what it's called? My, my, I'm drunk. <laughs> the state of Texas ignored the new policy for over two years until June 19, 1865, when slaves were eventually freed. That day is now celebrated in shorthand, as Juneteenth, because June 19th is too long. Or three, E, the E in Robert E. Lee stands for Ezekiel, which comes from the biblical name Ezekiel, who was a prophet among the captives taken to Babylon at the fall of Jerusalem. So, to recap, Robert E. Lee Boulevard, named after um, Union uh, Support, A.Z. Morton, Two, emancipation didn't take place for two years, Juneteenth, or three, E stands for Ezekiel, which story checks out. Who gets the first guess? That's you, Kesel. You, Kesel. Okay, well, I know that Juneteenth, I thought, there's not two right answers? There is one right answer. Well, because I know they renamed, well, I know they renamed um, Robert E. Lee, but I'm not positive that it was... Of, of the person it was named after. I know it was a black man. Hey, I'm going to go with the Juneteenth one. Wait, hold, before you answer, Case, I'm going to throw you a curveball. You should go with either one, two, or three. Oh, you got a little Wow, hustle. real helpful, Tolly. <laughs> Queso, when you're going down a river, you should probably paddle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I, before you tell her if she was right or not, can I just say that somebody just liked me on OK Cupid? Oh. So it's probably because of this podcast right now. Probably. Yes. So for the listeners yeah. out there. <laughs> Kesak, you are correct. Woo! Juneteenth is June 19th. Okay, so who was the Robert E. Lee named after? It was named after A.Z. Morton, but she was not did not work for getting reasonable hours and fair pay for black unions. She was the treasurer of the United States Treasury during the Carter administration. Oh, come on. That yeah. was like That's uh, a little specific, Fonz. Come yeah, on. Yeah, but hey, you got it right. No, so she got it right. Yeah, anybody good, complain? Good, good, good I was more positive about the Juneteenth one. Yes, Juneteenth yeah. is correct. Um, Robert E. Lee is Edward, of course. It's just a boring Edward. Hey, so we're two to two. Is it possible for me and Case all to arm wrestle over this last one? There is a tiger. Yeah, there, there are two questions left, and <laughs> oh, uh, if it ends in a tie, I do have a tiebreaker. All right. Okay. So I go ahead and roll that die. Okay, so the dice. What if it's like a six? Oh, it's a one. One. Meteorology for oh, Case. Right. For, uh, for Tolly. Oh, boy. Meteorology. This is this is actually. I'm also a uh, astrophysicist. I just had, had I not mentioned that. Oh my god! 
All right, tall man. We got uh, three uh, hashtag stories. All right. Which story checks out? Number one, a boob happens <laughs> when a large forest fire creates a massive upward push of hot air, creating its own weather front, including fire natos and strong winds for miles surrounding the fire. Two, climate change is a hoax made up by the Democrats in China in order to manipulate the currency and put oil companies who donate a lot of money to Republican candidates out of business. Go no further, Fonz. <laughs> or three, Hurricane Michael, which recently struck Florida, was the third strongest in the U.S. history, fueled by warmer than normal waters in the Gulf of Mexico and atmospheric conditions, also not normal for October, and is another example of how we are all pretty much fucked because of man-made global warming. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Which story checks out? No, I, well, hold on a second. Hoax or Michael is just an example of how we're all fucked. Now, now that I'm getting a penchant for your questioning technique, I want to hear number one read one more time, please, sir. One, a haboob happens when a large forest fire creates a massive upward push of hot air, creating its own weather front, including fire natos and strong winds for miles surrounding the fire. Oh, so I did hear something about that, but I also think that three's right. I ah, know, we are three. I uh, know, one or three, one or three. One. I'm going to go with one. And oh, incorrect. A haboob is, is like a dust storm. Okay, oh. fire-natos. You fell for fire-natos. Oh, oh I, yes, I did. Yes. Off, would you like to steal? Oh, go, go ahead, steal. I would like to steal. Steal. Is it the Chinese? Well, climate change is a hoax made up by Barack Obama himself. <laughs> yes. I'm going to go with number three. Number that three. Like, we're all fucked. Yeah, <laughs> we're all fucked. Correct <laughs> case out. We and, are all fucked. And that, and that is a very fair steal and a very fair point, and I'm not begrudging. But I will just say this, that the phenomena that Fonz was describing in the question number one does exist. It does It's just exist. not called a haboob, which no. who the hell knew what the hell okay, was called. Okay, a fire NATO. I want no, you it's to... true. Fire NATO is a thing. So, Kesog, I used to be a kayaking guide on the Chicago River. <laughs> so, I used to talk about fire NATOs because if you read the history of the Great Chicago Fire, fire NATOs is how the fire jumped the river from the south side to. Downtown. What if there's a shark NATO and a fire NATO and it meets a tornado that and a water spout? What if a water spout meets a fire NATO? That would be uh, that. That would just go out. That's like a nature's fire station. <laughs> so, so for posterity, I would just like to say that the phenomena does happen. I just had the wrong name. Yep, haboobs. Haboobs are those big dust storms. You see them in Arizona, like they just. Whatever sort of... you liberal snowflake, get over it. Yeah, but also, but also, haboob is the name of the monkey in um, Aladdin. So there's that too. That's abu. Oh. <laughs> That's abu. You're a snowflake. You're the snowflake. You're the snowflake. <laughs> there are no snowflakes during haboobs or tornadoes. I'm just going to call people haboobs now. Yeah. Wait, abu might have been a snowflake. He might have been. He like shared his bread. All right. We have one question left. Oh, no. And, uh, it goes to Kaysonk. You get to answer this one correctly. So uh, go ahead and roll the die. All right. It doesn't really matter because it's going to land on the same. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say Just it's, it's a four, and there's only one left. But what are we going to do? But wait, before you do this, Fonz, I'm going to put some Huju Mojo Snowflake Muju on Kesal so she gets it all wrong. All right, Kesal. Right, we'll see if it works. The topic is the Supreme Court. 
story number one. The U.S. Constitution requires that there are nine members of the Supreme Court. There always has been and always will be nine members unless the Constitution gets amended. Story number two. When asked about what she wears under her robe, Ruth Bader Ginsburg responded, <laughs> I go commando usually. On hot days in D.C. when the air conditioner is on the fritz, you'll see me waving my legs back and forth to, quote, get some fresh air up in there. Oh my God, I hope that's true. And number three. Sexual violence against women is wrong, and victimizing the accused not only hurts them, but will hurt countless women going forward as they will be reluctant to come forward, making it even easier for men to get away with that shit. Hashtag... Fuck yes! <laughs> what are you going with? Number three? Going with number three. You... Hashtag believe survivors. <laughs> you, will cor- you are correct. Your mo joke didn't work, Tali. <laughs> no, it did not work. But I'm okay, so glad that was, you, a, that was like a pretty much a giveaway. I'm so glad you picked number three because that is so true. I will tell you this though, K Salk, that is not a giveaway for the majority of the members of the US Senate. Yeah, unfortunately. Hey, I gotta I gotta I'm gonna throw out K Salk a bet here. Alright. Oh I'm gonna so, I'm a double or nothing yeah. you K Salk. We do the tiebreaker. And if I win, I win. If you win, you double win. Oh, man. See, usually I would say no, but since this is a podcast and we need to entertain the masses, I'm going to say yeah. All right, awesome. We have a tiebreaker for double the points. All right, so. This is actually worth a million points. Yeah. But, but no, I, I don't think it should be. I think I think if K-Salk gets it right and I don't, then winner, she. Winner takes all. Yeah, or, no, I think you, like, double trump me. If I win, I just get oh, a little tiny win. Can we not say the T-word? Yeah, we don't say that on the, on the FitCast. Sorry, <laughs> on what? The T-word. Trump? Yes. I said Trump. Oh, Trump. I said double o, double Trump, o. as in okay. stomp me twice. Ah, good. That's I did, what I thought. I did not say the T-word on any podcast ever. Tali, I would like you to talk to K-Salk for 12 seconds while I go get another beer. 10-4. K-Salk, hi. Nice to see you again. So, hey, why, why didn't your magic work? Um, I'm sorry, say it again. Why didn't your magic work? I got the question right. Ah, well, that was a softball. He gave you something. So I got another funny, um, rap story for you. This is even funnier. Um, one time I had a lady who fell in off my raft in the middle of a big rapid. It wasn't dangerous, but she fell off. And when I pulled her back into the raft, guess what she was sans of? Her socks. Nope. Guess again. (laughs) (laughs) Her bra. Nope, because she had a life jacket on. Oh, she had no underwear on. No, she lost her swimsuit, and she had to do the rest of the trip without her bottoms on. Oh, that sucks. That sounds dirty. <laughs> but she was with family, so they were okay with it. But it, it wasn't dirty. Nobody wanted it to happen. <laughs> it just happened. No, like it sounds like physically dirty. Like I wouldn't want to sit in my like. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Fair point. But she had no choice. She was five miles out, so we had to keep going, and she had no pants. Wow, that is unfortunate. Yeah, but I thought, this was supposed to be a funny story, Kaysalk. You were supposed to be laughing at I'm this. just thinking about how nasty it would be for me to put my lady bits on, like, I don't know. On a used rubber raft. Yeah. Well, once again, I told a depressing story when I was trying to be funny. My gosh. 
I'm getting itchy. <laughs> hey, that's a fair point. That's a fair All point. right, let's All get right, back on track. I am back. I've got a full beer. I've All got right, another one it's on. I'm giving you more mojo, All right, on. So Let's go, is, let's go. This is the triple tiebreaker <laughs> question. So, recently I purchased a T-shirt. <laughs> and it is... Uh, it's obviously of national importance. Wait, this is like a... This isn't... Is this a true or false thing? No, 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 no. There's, it's, it's a story checks out. You just have to pick uh, A, B, or C, which story but, checks out. But I'm who buzzes it first? How do we do this? Uh, since, Tali, you get to go first. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> hashtag which story. This is, uh, the, the topic is the economy. <laughs> the economy is a myth. So, uh, false. recently I purchased a t-shirt. <laughs> And it's a pink T-shirt, and it says "Kittens Against Trump," and it's got a picture of a bunch of kittens. Okay, that's the true part. That's just the the base of the story. Okay. The uh, options are, and the question is, which? Uh, what was the name of the website that I purchased it from? <laughs> a. Politicats. Dot com. B. Angrykittenwear.com. Oh my god. Or C homo <laughs> Which of those three is the correct answer to the uh source of the uh t-shirt that I purchased? Pink t-shirt. Wait, what was the last one? Homocats.com. Oh okay, so is it pol- a Tal, you get to guess for hey, politicats.com. B angrykittenwear.com or C homocats.com Okay, but let me just clarify here. Let's just say, for instance, that I select option one. It would be in KSOC's game theory to also select option one. So if we're both wrong, we're both wrong. But if we're both right, wow, we're both right. very nice. KSOC yeah. rule is you cannot, if he's wrong, you have to guess a different answer. Okay. So. I'm going with one. Your uh, Tali's going to politicats.com. And incorrect. Ah, so <laughs> is it angrykittenware.com or homocats.com? The kittens don't seem angry to me, but they also don't seem gay. But maybe I'm stereotyping them. They could be gay. <laughs> Homocats. Now I, I, I wasn't I was convinced it was the Politicats, but I think they're gay. Homocats.com is correct. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yay! So every, <laughs> everybody's gotta go to homocats.com and buy some uh, kittenware. So that's the uh that is the correct answer. Thank you for playing. Wow, they should this <laughs> So let's just tally up our points here. Uh, I have been beaten by one million and one million and two. Two, that's fair. Kasok, <laughs> you were a very worthy opponent. Thank you for not trumping me, but trumping. Trumping you. I would never trump you. I would always trump you. It was so much fun to play. <laughs> well, I'm glad our guest uh, enjoyed. That was a fun game. That was a fun game. It took a while to put together, but I had a lot of fun putting it together. And well, uh, so. Kasok, anytime you want to arm wrestle, I'm your Huckleberry. All right, we're on. We're on. Here's a question for you, because that is a very specific historical reference. 
that uh, Tali just made. Do you know that reference, Case Elk? I'm your Huckleberry? I don't. Oh. I'm too young. Yeah, so it basically means I'm your bitch. Like, I'll just uh, go out there and you'll just kick the shit out of me, so. Right? Is that correct, Tali? No, no, not exactly, but I'm no. I'm too young for this. No, no, not at all. No. I, what does it mean? Uh, I, I, I'd be a good competitor for you. Oh. Yeah. I'm your Huckleberry it means I'd, if you want to play volleyball, play ping pong, if you want to run a marathon and you want to compete, I'd be a good competitor against you. What's the origin of it? The origin of it is... Um, um, it's the it's the movie uh, Shootout at OK Corral. Yeah. Shootout at OK Corral. Yeah. All right, there you go. All right, awesome. Well, that, that <laughs> Thank was, you. We've ended on a flat note. <laughs> that was an incredible, incredibly fun game. Kesal, congratulations. The interview Congrats, was great. Congrats, Kesal. Thank you. And uh, I think. Thank you. I'll bring it up during my travel. <laughs> I think now we're going to. Uh, Go on to our segments. Uh, Tali, you are welcome to yeah. stay, stay or leave, but you're welcome to uh, I, pipe in as well. You have something to say. I would love to stay and listen, which I'm going to, but I have to admit that it wasn't the sh- – it was Wyatt Earp is where that came from. It was oh, Wyatt Earp where – yeah, where the sh- – yeah. I'm, anyway, I'm out now. I'm not out, but I'll listen, but yeah, that's all None I None of say. our listeners have seen either of those movies, <laughs> so we're good. I should say – I'm a <laughs> Neither of those two of our listeners have uh, seen that movie, I should say. That would be more accurate. <laughs> but uh, that is it. So, uh, Kesak, what did you think of our interview in the game? Did you enjoy Tali's uh, experience here? Tali, you were amazing. And that game was really good, fun. You put way more effort into that game than I put into any of our other games that we've ever done. So, Well, it was, it was a lot of fun. So, uh, uh, next FitCast, you're putting all the work in. So, you have the uh, you got the game for us next time. Right. This is big shoes to fill. <laughs> that was super fun. Big, big raft to fill. <laughs> I actually combined it. Uh, two different podcast themes with the story checks out and the multiple choice thing. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, anyhow, well, let's go on to our segments. The first, what's our first segment? Um, we're going to start out with our favorite things segment, sponsored by a new sponsor. All right. Sponsored by Hub, H-U-U-B. Oh. They make really good triathlon gear. Hub is our sponsor for our favorite things segment. So, Tali, so just so you know, our favorite things episode, you've listened to us before, but our podcast. Um, now we're just going to talk about the favorite thing that each of us has that's occurred in the last month or happens to be around. So, um, uh, think about that while KSL and I give our answers and then you can pipe in. Are you, are you going to be part of our favorite things episode or FitCast? Absolutely. All right. Very cool. KSL, uh, do you want to go first or should I? I can go first. Go for it. What's your favorite so, thing? Just so you know, Fonz, I know one thing that will never be your favorite thing is pumpkin spice. Yep. Nope. We and talk about this every freaking year. This is our third year around <laughs> talking about pumpkin spice. And so I think I, my favorite thing in October for the past two years was pumpkin spice, and I was just going to do that again so that you would hate me. Be annoyed, yeah. But I have a new favorite thing that oh. I just discovered that's amazing, and I love it. All right. Let's hear it. So Costco, you know, the the this retail store. Yeah. They have beer that oh. costs get this, Charlie. Twenty dollars for a twenty-four pack of beer. 
Wow. Whoa. That's a lot more than Talman pays for his, uh, <laughs> really is. his little shit beer that he brings to our FitCast. I pay fifteen ninety nine, but not trying to one-up you there, K-Sock. But. Uh, this beer is really good because I don't drink shit beer. Yeah, that's fair. But I drink this beer, and it is so good. And normally it's like 30 bucks for like an all-day IPA for a 24-pack. Yeah. But awesome. this is really good. I'm drinking the Session IPA right now, and it's like I, I would drink this on a regular basis. I do drink it. We This is like our third 24-pack that we've bought. Today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, – is it just called Costco brand, or what's their, so what's their house Kirkland. brand? It's Kirkland. Kirkland is their house brand. Yeah. Wait, it's a Kirkland IPA? Yeah, they have an IPA, a Session IPA, a regular IPA, nice. a lager, and a pale ale. Not that I know of your beer taste, but you're, I'm assuming you're kind of a beer connoisseur of some sorts. Yes, my pinky is always up when I drink my beer out of the box. How many, how many badges do you have on the uh, untapped? Oh, I don't know. All of them? I just got 10. I got 10 the other day when I checked in one beer. I was like, this is obnoxious. <laughs> can, I, can I just tell you that, I mean, maybe a Kirkland IPA is great, but I one time received a gift of a Kirkland light beer. It was a 48-pack, probably. Oh, no, that's different. That's different. I was going to say. No, 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 no. Very different. Yeah, that was probably cost five bucks for that 48-pack, and it was the worst. And I'm a cheap beer drinker. Don't get me wrong. But that was the worst beer I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah, that's really bad. We, unfortunately, bought that for a party, too. (laughs) Did it not taste oily to you? It tasted oily to me. Oh, God. Oh, no. It did not taste oily, but. But the IPA is good. I'll, I'll take that recommendation. I'll get some IPA. Go for it. Tolly's lying to you right now. He's just gonna drink yeah, his that's cases true. of uh, <laughs> Loney. shit, Loney beer. <laughs> All right. So uh, favorite thing is uh, the uh, Kirkland IPA. I like it. Well, my, right. I had so many favorite things this month, and I wanted to go with it. I'm gonna mention a couple just so that we give it a little publicity. But uh, I've got to finish off on my final one um if y'all watch that uh video online the the it's not a scary time for boys video that woman oh, put yeah. That thing, yeah that was my favorite thing you showed so, it to me for our listeners scary time for men just go on uh go on the interwebs and look up scary time for men video and it's amazing it's it's it may, it got shared like 30 million times in the first 48 hours and i was super happy about that good message hashtag go vote but that's not my favorite thing, although it, it probably was. You know what my favorite thing is this month, K-Selk? Me? Yeah, do you know what it is? What is it? No, I meant your favorite thing was me. But anyway. Oh. <laughs> 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 Lady Gaga. Yeah, she's in that movie. Holy crap. So let me tell you my uh, uh, roller coaster I've taken on Lady Gaga. I remember the first time I saw her perform or news or whatever t- – TV, you know, show or whatever. I was like, she's just a mediocrely talented person who's just going to wear balloons and chandeliers and put on a show and she can't even sing, but she's going to put on a show and people are going to like it. And I was like, that's what she is because, you know, she wears like an entire dress full of balloons, right? (laughs) Or meat. Or meat. (laughs) Then I was just randomly like listening to some song, Poker Face, is that her song? Pa, 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 poker face. And, yeah, poker face. And we're singing. 
poker face, poker face. That was back in my poker days. Anyhow, and then I heard another song. I'm like, whoever sings this is super talented. And she's got an amazing voice, blah, blah, blah. And someone's like, you like Lady Gaga? I'm like, no, that's not Lady Gaga. They're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm like, she's actually really talented. And then I thought, you know what? She is so talented as a vocalist and performer. She's, I think she's punking the whole music industry and just being like, I'm talented enough to fuck with everybody and see what I can do out here. And I think that's true. And then I just saw her in uh, Star is Born, and she's incredible. I need to see that movie. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about it. My friend Erica just told me to watch it. I'm going to tag Erica in this. Oh, Erica was on her FitCast. Duh! So I'm going to tag her in this. She just told me to go see it. Yeah, you got to see it. And, you know, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga boning. Nobody, nobody's complaining about that. Yeah, apparently Lady Gaga isn't complaining either. Oh, no, not uh, according to the question in the uh, music theme. Music theme uh, story checks out. Oh, ow. <laughs> but no, Lady Gaga is my favorite thing this month. Uh, sponsored by Hub, H-U-U-B, your triathlon gear. What are um, her fans called? Little Monsters? Uh, I've never heard that before. Is that what yeah, it is? Yeah, you're a monster. All right, I'm in. I'm in. I'm a monster. That's cool. Uh, guest Tali, do you have a favorite thing this month? Oh, sounds like it's uh, beer. Oh my gosh, <laughs> he's almost on his twelfth beer. <laughs> so I do have a favorite thing this month, All right, and it's hear. very, very local and very, very personal to me. So I, being a tall guy, uh, look back to uh, volleyball player slash raft guide, big, tall, lanky, monster guy. I go to our local grocery store by the name of H-E-B. H-E-B. Um, Herbert E. Probably Butts. twice a week, of course, to get food and whatever. Is it Herbert and E. Butts or Hubert E. Butts? I don't know, actually. I just know it as Hubert H-E-B or Heb. And the last, I kid you not, out of the last probably seven times I've been in that store, which is, again, three weeks past, I've had one person ask me to grab something off of a tall shelf for them. Oh, yeah, that it's happens been to amazing. I, it, it never happened in Indiana. Never happened in Chicago. But I'm here, and some sweet little old lady will come and say, hey, could you please grab me uh, that juice box off the top shelf? And I would be so happy to do it. And another time I'm there, and then so many times people ask me to grab stuff off the top shelf and they're so polite and they're so sweet and i just love doing it and i wish i should be employed by heb just grabbing stuff <laughs> off the top shelf but it's that's it happens all the time and i love it i don't know why it gets so fun but i do and that's been my favorite thing all right tolly grabbing shit off the top a can yeah. of corn if you will off the top shelf except for one time a guy had a maga hat on and i slammed the can on his skull <laughs> no i'm just joking <laughs> i'm just joking <laughs> Oh, very nice. You know what? That's a very uplifting favorite thing that we have this month. I, I really appreciate that. Helping out the short folks. My favorite thing. <laughs> My favorite thing might be Tolly's answer to the favorite things. Can I take away Lady Gaga? No, no, no. I'm not taking away Lady Gaga. Out of it. All right. Excellent. Well, thank you, uh, Tolly, for that favorite thing. We're going to go on to our next segment, right? Are we ready for that, partner? We are ready. It's the mailbag segment. It is the mailbag. Uh, I've got one. Do you have one as well? Yeah, I'll let you go first on this one. Okay. So um, it is a 
question from Brett from DC, who apparently likes beer. Okay. Uh, just kidding. I need a go-to person for massages. Between working all day on my feet, teaching four-plus classes a week, bike commuting, and finally doing my own workouts and training, my body is falling apart. Did I write that? Am I Brett? <laughs> you might be. <laughs> I think there are a lot of people in your boat. So um, uh, in Rest. Chicago, what do you have for me? Are massages the right thing? And do you have any suggestions for oh, me? Oh, yeah. Well, we have a friend who does massages, Fonz. Yes, we do. We do. Courtney does massages. I would totally recommend her. I, w- I would say you should go to uh, the Rub Chicago and get yourself a massage after your athletic uh, endeavors. She's really good, too. Like, she knows different injuries. Like, she, um, well, well, we'll talk about my injuries, but she has, like, a whole plan for my plantar fasciitis. Yep. Yes, she does, and uh, she's very talented. So uh, we appreciate that uh, that email. Uh, yeah, go to Courtney, Courtney Lewis. She's amazing. I've got. But make sure. So no matter who you go to, if you're in Chicago, definitely check her out. But make sure you go to somebody that does sports massages. Yep. Don't go to like Massage Envy and like expect them to know how to right. be an athlete. That would be my advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, as athletes, we beat ourselves up and you get sore, especially if you get a little older where it takes a little longer for recovery. Yeah, truth. So, uh, all right, excellent. Do you uh, do you, ha- do you have an email there, Queso? Yeah, so I've got an email. I don't know who it's from. I only have an email address, and I don't care to share that with the world. But I appreciate this, whoever it is. Um, Queso, how's your plantar fasciitis? Uh-oh. I just ran the Beat the Blurch Marathon on my plantar's fasciitis. Okay, well, good for you. I am not running a marathon anytime soon. Nope. Um, I did better than I hoped, but not as good as if I were healthy. Sad face. They literally typed that out. Um, I'm hoping to take some time off and do PT to make it better. Any advice? Well, go to Courtney. <laughs> go ahead. There we go. Um, I wish I had advice. I I was going to save this for our outro, but my planters is no bueno. In fact, I just got a second opinion because it wasn't getting any better. And the doctor basically told me that when planters goes untreated, it can pull on the bone so much that it causes a periosteal reaction which means you have teeny tiny little stress fractures in your bones. It sounds really, really cute, but it's really, really not. <laughs> and it's basically a stress fracture that's only going to get worse. So oh. I have to stay off my foot for four Rest. to six weeks, wear a boot, do all kinds of stretching. I Right now I'm wearing my boot that stretches out my foot. Yeah. And it's like, it sucks. Like, it just really sucks. So if you do have planters, don't run a marathon on it. Definitely. Um, get it taken care of sooner rather than later because it's not, it's no fun. And when you say taken care of, it's really just like A, rest, B, rest, C, rest, and three, wear a stupid boot. Yeah, basically. I mean, there's a lot you can do to like stretch out that muscle, but rest is so important because it's only going to get worse if you keep pounding on it. It's going to keep pulling on that muscle. And then when that muscle pulls, 
it basically like builds up a lining on it. So the, the fascia actually thickens. So you've got like just all this scar tissue and it's just not good. Yep. I know. I went through a lot of time with that as well as our listeners will remember from a couple years ago. So good news for our listeners. I don't have to complain about it anymore because I'm, uh, Fat and out of shape, so I'm not running much. <laughs> hey, hey, case so- biking, biking is good for it. I'm not allowed to bike right now with the with the stress fracture. And swimming as well. Talia, yeah, hey, what K- do you got to say? Case so if I could chime in. Um, yeah. Rafting and kayaking and boating is zero pressure on the feet. There you go. A lot of, lot of core, a lot of core, but and a lot of upper body, but no pressure on the feet. So I'll see you on the Colorado. See you there. Not the one in West Virginia, though. I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> that upper, upper, no, the, blah, no, blah, blah, the, gulch. the Colorado is bigger and better than the upper gully. So <laughs> you might want to, yeah. All right. Well, maybe we'll start out in the lake in my backyard. <laughs> well, how about this? We go, to the, lake. we go to the Colorado River as a warm up, but not the one that ate up the Grand Canyon, the one here in Austin that has uh, the Ladybird Lake. Yes, the, the one that's Lake. <laughs> We'll do that. We'll get on some paddle boards, make sure the wind isn't more than a couple miles an hour, and uh, go from there. All right, it's awesome. a plan. Tali, have you ever had uh, plantar fasciitis? I never have. In fact, I'm not even sure exactly what that is, but uh, <laughs> I do have a slight itch in my buttocks right now. Is that is that is that, <laughs> is that it? <laughs> I think that counts. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's the, the the remedy for both is the same. Just sit on your ass. A little, little bit of cream. <laughs> a little bit of cream and sit on your ass. Fair enough. Wow, this is an incredible fit cast today. We learned all about uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's habits on the bench. And Tali's butt. And Tali's itchy butt. So out. poor Oliver is staring at the door. Oliver, the hundred-year-old dog, is just staring out the door. He's tired of listening to us. <laughs> Fair enough. Kesok, should we let Oliver out the door? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, I don't know if this is going to be part of it, but Kesok and Fonz, thank you so much for having me as a guest, and I love your all's podcast. And thank you. I had a great time. Fuck oh, yeah. We love you, Tali. <laughs> Awesome. 